You don't want people to pay you for performance. You don't want them to pay you to get results. You don't want them to pay you to do specific things. Nope, that's not it. You think it's those things, don't you, right? I mean, that's where your brain goes naturally. I want to share with you the one thing, the most important thing that you want people to pay you for. Because when you nail this, you have created opportunity that can't be matched. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. This episode of the Culture Hacks Podcast is sponsored by Lead in 30. Leading others is hard. Learn how to create clarity, alignment, and movement at leadin30.com. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> you're thinking, Russ, what kind of trick do you have or what kind of like smoke screen are you going to put over us? Because of course people are going to pay me for results. That's my job is to deliver results. Of course they're going to pay for performance. That's what I've, I've got to perform. Why would you tell me not to do that? And I've, I've, I've got a list of tasks. I've got things, projects and things that I've got to do or deliver. And of course, people are going to pay me for that. Why would you tell me not to? I'll explain here in just a moment. This is a total like twist perspective change that when you really fully grasp this, which isn't that hard, you just have to, you just have to remind yourself of it constantly. When you tweak this, it leads to a world of opportunity. It was the game changer for me. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I make my living. Cold, uh, what do I do? I coach and consult senior executives of some of the world's largest companies. You can find out more about our firm at LoneRockConsulting.com. And if you want to transform your ability to lead others, or you've got people on your team, they think, man, we need to develop them. They're really interested in development, and we don't really have the tools or system or whatever, but I'd like a way to do that. We'll just send them for free. We don't even charge for it anymore, people. That's crazy. Like, we do. If, you, if you're, if you're going to just go to our website and type it in, you're going to have to pay, but we've got ways for you to be able to attend or to send people for free. You can find out all about it at leadin30.com. I am spending... Um, probably, well, I don't know how many hours a day on lead in 30, but that thing is, I, I know I've talked about another episode, so I'm not going to bore you with it here. Um, wow. It, it's just transforming organizations. Every team and every organization that we've had go through it is just on fire when they go through it. So we know we have hit pay dirt on it. And, um, now we're just, we're chatting with the right people. I've just, I've spent almost this entire week looking for searching out, having conversations with people, introducing myself to people and asking them for referrals um, for people who are going to be the gasoline for that part of our business. It is about to turn in to a, uh, um, well, anyway, it's awesome. We're super excited about it. Okay. So welcome into the culture hacks podcast. If you haven't followed or subscribed to this, uh, this podcast and you find value in this episode, just tap on that plus sign to follow the, whatever's in the app you're listening to, and you'll get two new episodes delivered to your phone every week. Okay. So let's talk about 
what is the one thing that you want to you want people to pay you for? And you, the first thing, the I'll, I'll tell you what what I what we see. Okay, I'll tell you what we see in leaders and what we see in all of our years of experience working with teams around the world, all, di- all different industries. Here's what we see: the kind of the standard employee, the standard leader, thinks that their job is to be busy, right? So you hired me to work the front desk. So my job is to do these five or 10 things. And as long as I check off these lists, in fact, I went and got my haircut just uh, an hour ago. And, um, and there were, there were a couple of um, ladies in, in the place cutting hair. And so I come, come in and I, I get my haircut and the, the other stylist that's in, that's in there, she finishes up on another guy that's in there early in the morning and um, when I'm in there and as soon as she's done, she sits down, she plops down on the chair, you know, where the, where the client had just been and she pulls out her phone and she's just like, just her head is in her phone and I'm, I'm watching her kind of through the mirror. Right. And I'm thinking she like, couldn't wait for that. It, it just, I, I could be wrong on this. I, a lot of judgment going on here, but so forgive me, but I'm watching, I'm thinking it looked to me like she was so anxious to get back to her phone. So excited when she got there, there was like, oh, okay, good. I got that client here. Now I can actually get back and just chill and relax. And she's kind of leaning back in the chair, just vegging, right? And that's most employees at the base level. You're paying me to cut hair. And so as long as when a client comes in or a potential customer walks in, if I cut their hair, when I'm done, then that's what you're paying me to do. That's my job. And or they work on the front desk or they bust tables or they um, they help sell product or they whatever they do, they they work on the manufacturing floor. They do that one thing, whatever you've hired, you've hired them for activity, specific activity like cutting hair. And as long as they check that box of doing those two or three or 10 things that they were hired to do, they're good. And what that employee does, so that employee does that. Right. And they get paid and then they wonder they wonder after a while why they never make more money. And they wonder, why am I not growing? And why am I like, why are the other people in my life, especially as you get older? Because if you're like the person who's 22 cutting hair or 25 and, and maybe at that age, there are a good number of people. And I don't mean to, I don't mean to be ageist, <laughs> but, but, and it's not because there are people that, that are 55 that are this way too. But so when you're young, it's kind of like, well, I, I, I get this job to do those five or 10 things. And as long as I do them, then it's cool. Cause I get to get back on my phone. I get to veg with my friends. I get to do whatever. And I'm super excited about that. Cause what's most important to me is to make a little bit of money, but to just chill, relax, have fun, fun, my habits or my activities or hobbies. Right. And then there's, then there, then there's this switch there or button that goes off in some of those people, some of us, and we go, oh no, I'm actually ambitious. And you, and you start to watch your friends who didn't have that mindset, who were, who were all about success and all about learning and all about growth and like crushing it and starting their own business or working in this job and then getting promoted and doing that job and figuring out a way to not just be able to sell that, but to sell this too, and to generate this kind of income and that kind of income. And you're watching them buy cars that are more expensive than yours. You're watching them buy a house and you can't, you don't have money to buy a house and you're watching them go places in the world. You're like, wow, I don't, I've never been to that place. You're watching this, right? And so one of two things happens in you when you watch that, you think, oh, that sucks. They're, they're privileged. They have opportunity I don't get. 
I, I, my life sucks because it's not theirs. Well, hey, hello. <laughs> There's a reason why they're living that life, right? Yeah, there are a couple of them that got it given to them, but not most of them. They're working their butts off. They're being smart. They're being creative. They're being ambitious. They're, they're doing all that. That's why they have that opportunity. When you're sitting here waiting for the client to leave so you can get back on your phone. Right? And so one of two things happens when you have those friends or other people in the world that you watch that are achieving some success. You become bitter because they have it made and you don't. Their life's awesome. Yours sucks. So you're bitter and you start to separate it out and you blame other things. The way they were raised, where they grew up, their parents, their school, their education, their whatever. You blame that. You think that's why they got it. No. I mean, that might have something. There, there are aspects of that that are accurate, but that's not the main reason. Okay. So you either become bitter or a switch goes off and you go, oh, I need to, I need to change. I need to stop getting on my phone in between clients and actually like apply myself differently here or work harder or become smarter or do, do something at this job or in this career or with my life that helps me grow my opportunity. And the only way my opportunity is going to grow is if my value increases. And the only way my value increases in this organization is if I gain more wisdom, I gain more insight, I have sharper skills, I, I, I know how to do different things, I've got the best relationship possible with the customers, with as many, like, I'm increasing my value. Increasing your value in an organization isn't something that's done to you. It's something you do. You make it happen. The title is a lagging indicator. The title is a lagging indicator of your value. It's not the leading indicator. Are you nuts? Don't wait for the title. Don't wait for the promotion. Don't wait for someone to say, hey, that's your new department. No, go seize it. My attitude when I was in the corporate world was grab real estate. I don't mean that literally. I mean that in the organization. Yeah, my job is over marketing, but I'm going to work with sales too. And I'm going to really become valuable to the sales team. Oh, I'm over content and I'm going to go like, I'm, I'm going to expand my real estate. You hired me for this one acre, but I'm going to have my hands in five acres, not in a way that's political, not in a way that's undermining anybody in a collaborative, productive, valuable way. I'm going to give you more than you're paying me for. I'm going to bring more value than you are expecting. I'm going to contribute in ways you don't even know I can contribute. And I'm, and I'm going to improve my ability, strengthen my ability, get smarter, get wiser. And that is going to, you're going to have to get out of my way because you are a stepping stone, boss, supervisor, owner of the company, whomever you are, you are a stepping stone to where I'm going. Meaning I don't need you. And I don't mean that in a rude way. I don't take that in the wrong way. It's, I, like you, you aren't the gatekeeper of it. I control my destiny. I'm in control of my future. So I hope you give me that opportunity that you can unlock, that you have the key to in this company. But if you don't, that's okay because I'm growing my, I'm growing my abilities. And so if it's not you, it's some other leader in our company or some other division or some other company, right? So here that all leads me to what I talked about at the beginning of this episode. So in those situations, what begins to happen is leaders around you, 
the owners of the company, the executives up the org chart, your boss, whomever, customers, everybody, they start to not think of your value as the activities you're doing. They start to not think about it as just the results you're delivering this quarter or this year. They think that your value is you. The value you're bringing our organization is your insight, your ideas, your passion, your energy, your creativity, your attitude, your everything. And so guess what they're paying you for? They're paying you for access. Access to what? Access to you. The number one thing we have realized in Lead In 30 as we built this product over the last eight months is people who go through who have no history with us, they don't know us from Adam. They saw a post on LinkedIn or they saw an ad somewhere or they had a friend tell about it and they go in and after two or three weeks of Lead In 30, which is like one live web class a week, and then some content that unlocks each week, some lessons that you go view, workbooks, some other things. And, and so it takes about two, maybe two and a half hours a week of, of your time. And so you got people who are in here who are hungry for growth. Otherwise, they wouldn't be putting their time and energy into it. And so they come in here and after two or three weeks, guess what they want from us? More access. And so we, we, we've just noticed it. And it's no different for you. If you show up, what we do in, in that, I'm, I'm just using that as an example because it's on my mind, obviously. I spend so much time on it in a day-to-day basis, but they come in and we're bringing tons of value, tons of energy, great attitude, a lot, uh, hopefully a lot of wisdom, stories, best practices, things that we've worked on and refined and adapted and worked on and refined and, and, and simplified and, and we're constantly making adjustments. And so we're just trying to bring enormous value to you. No selling, just value. And then after two or three weeks, these folks go, we need more of you. The team that's in lead and they're like, what can we do to have more access to you? It's the same for you. So what you want people where you're, where you, where I see people who really grow, who they have incredible opportunity, who, who are promoted in organizations, who I see just, you know, you watch them for a decade and you're like, wow, look at, look at, the, look at the chart of their growth, the opportunity, compensation, whatever it is, all kinds of different metrics. You go, you know what people are want from them? They want them in the room. They don't want to have a meeting without that person in the room. They don't want to have a virtual discussion without that person logged in. They don't want this project to not be influenced by that person. They want access. And so what I want you thinking in this episode, my point to you is don't have the mindset that they're paying you for activity. Otherwise you will not grow because you're going to check the box and then the client's going to leave. You're going to sit down after you finish the haircut and get on your phone. And you're not going to grow six months from now. You will have nothing to show for it, except you will have been able to pay some bills, but there's no upward growth. There's no difference in your ability. So whatever job it is that you have, whatever you're doing in your life, you're thinking about how do I increase my value and how do I contribute here in a way, whether you're working in a gym, you're working in the salon, you're working in the whatever I, factory warehouse, you're working in the store to where they go, wow, that person, Mike, Lisa, John, whomever it is, 
they make, they're a difference maker. They bring so much value, so much insight. Their attitude's so good. They're always willing, whatever. They, they, they're getting smarter and why? Like, wow, we need them here. We need to promote them. We need to give them opportunity. We need to clear obstacles out of their way. We need to have access to them. That is the mindset I want you to have because it will lead to growth and opportunity. People want access to you. And then as you go through your career, what you begin to, for me, what it was, one of the things that was, and this, this, this may not. So that's the main point of the episode. Let me give you a prologue here. Let me give you a little bit of additional insight because this will apply to some of you and some of you won't be interested in it. But what I, I started to, so that was my mindset. Everything I just shared with you, I, I, I learned fortunately, um, a while ago. And so in the corporate world, back, even back to the media days when I was there, that's what I wanted to do. When I left the media company I worked for, they wanted to expand my role. They wanted to give me more markets, more media properties underneath me. Russ, there's tons of opportunity. When I left Salt Lake City, because I was working in Salt Lake, this is like 15, 20 years ago, you guys. And I left Salt Lake to go to Phoenix, a larger market. The folks in Salt Lake, and I'm not telling you this out of any vanity. I'm telling you this because this is what I want for you. This is, this is, I learned from this. The people in Salt Lake where you can't leave Russ. Do you know how much opportunity there is for you? You're going to run this place. Like you're just one or two, you know, they're telling me this privately. There's one or like your future is incre- incredibly bright. You're crazy for leaving because this is the opportunity for you. They wanted me to stick around because they wanted access to me. And I said, I, I'm so, that's so kind of you. That's so gracious of you. I, but I'm going to Phoenix. So I went to Phoenix and then it took a while and, and, and then eventually we were able to, to, to accomplish a lot. And then the company, when I went in to tell them I'm leaving, it's, but Russ, we want you to this and that, and the CEO is saying this and that. And I'm like, well, I, that's so generous of you. That's so kind of you, but I've, I've already decided this and, and thank you. I'm, I'm leaving the industry. And so you're leaving on top, right? And, and because you've contributed in such a significant way, they want, they don't want to give up access to you. It's not like the place is going to fall apart without you around. Don't get that mindset because that's not true of anyone anywhere. Steve Jobs tragically died early. Apple's doing okay. Jeff Bezos is no longer CEO of Amazon. Amazon's doing okay. Right. And so, so you're not indispensable. None of us are. That's not what, that's not the point. Don't take this too far. But so let me, let me continue on with what I, where I was going. So what I started to realize was what if I could bring that same sort of value? So I got to a certain point in my career where I did that for this company, this team, that organization. And then I started to think, what if I could do that for multiple companies? What if multiple organizations felt that way around about me? And that's, that's, that's the mindset I started having in the consulting space when I first ended up in this industry unexpectedly. And then I realized, oh, that company over there wants access to me. And that company over there wants access to me. And I can charge them this and I can charge them this and our company can do this and, you know, and, and we'll make this and I'll, I'm going to contribute in significant ways. And I realized, whoa, that's kind of an interesting model. The same could be true for you. I don't care what industry you're in, if that's interesting to you. That may not be. You may be good working for one organization the rest of your life. That's fine. That's awesome. 
But there's also this other mindset. It's really interesting. I was just on a Zoom call five minutes, right? Five minutes before this pod, before I started recording this podcast with a guy in North Carolina. Never met him before. Found him on a website. He specializes in an area that we need expertise in, that we're clueless in as a company. So I send a note to him. Hey, would you be willing to connect? We get on the Zoom meeting. And so I ask him one of the first questions. He's clearly bright right out of the gate. First impressions. Super good. He's clearly an expert and has a ton of wisdom and experience in a space we have none. And so I'm, I'm asking him about it. And I said, so do you work for a company? And like what we're talking about is a side hustle for you? Or am I, or, or do you do what I'm asking you for with lots of different companies? Like a contract, you know, are you doing this for a lot of different people? He's like, yeah, that's what I do. And I said, how long have you done that for? Seven years, he said. And I said, so seven years, you haven't worked for anybody, really just yourself. And you're working for all kinds of organizations. He goes, yep, it's a great life. I love it. Why? Because I'm about to pay for what? Access. He's got expertise. He's got experience. He had a great attitude. He asked the right questions. He was confident and also um, curious. And, and, and so just and said all the right things. So I want, he's going to come back to me with the proposal, Russ, here's what I, what I think this should look like. And I'm going to pay it to him because I want access. That's what this is about. Okay. I hope I've got you thinking. I hope there were some light bulbs going off in your head and some different thoughts. Maybe some of you, some things that I've said have caused you, oh, I, you're thinking, I got to change a couple of things. I got to change my mindset on a few things. Or maybe you're thinking, I got to keep leaning into what I'm doing. Whatever it is, I want you to do that thing. Whatever it is that's on your mind that, that, that's, that this episode has generated. You want to create an environment to where people want access to you and your, your opportunity for growth will be unending. It will be, it, it's just the, the, the world is open to you. And that is an incredible opportunity. That's what I feel right now. So I am thriving in the environment I am. There is no one telling me you can't do that. There are no policies that I'm feeling weighed down on. There's no leader who's trying to defend the status quo. There's no, none of that. I will never, ever be in that environment again, ever. It's unhealthy. It's, it, it restricts your growth. Sometimes you have to, I mean, I can say that now at this age and where I'm at in my career, I could, I, I couldn't say that, at, you know, 25, cause I had to pay some dues. So you might be in that situation in your life, but now, you know, now you just, it's so awesome to be able to create, to add value, to be able to contribute in a way to where, you know, it can make a difference and then to be able to see that happen. And that's, that's what I want for everyone, wherever you're at, whatever that looks like for you, there's just, we have this desire to create and to build and, um, and I, I, I hope you're able to do it. Okay. I got to wrap this episode up. I hope you're healthy. I hope you're doing well. I hope you found value in this episode. Maybe there's somebody who needs to hear it as well. Somebody, you know, just text them the link to it. That would be awesome. Or post it on social media. And if you found value, make sure you're subscribed to it. Thanks so much, everybody for listening to the culture hacks podcast. Who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode? Tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on LinkedIn and tag Russ. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks podcast with Russ Hill.